0: podcast is about our experiences with being self-employed, entrepreneurship, and bootstrapping it. Sometimes I have a spectacular guest that join me and share their stories. Also, it's about connecting to our soul, our inner selves, to unwind and chill. My name is Lourdes, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, in today's episode, I'm going to talk about your online presence and websites. Do you have a website? Do you think you need a website? If you don't have a website, do you rely on Facebook page for your online presence? I really don't understand why people only use Facebook as their business page. They have no website. Come on, really? Do you really think that everybody uses or has a Facebook account? Well, they don't. So you're kind of missing out on reaching some customers or potential customers that you can have because they're not on Facebook. I know so many people that don't even like that platform. They don't like Facebook. Maybe it's a small group of people, but just so you know, not everyone has a Facebook account. If you truly want to reach potential clients or customers worldwide, in my honest opinion, I believe having a website is the key. When you only have a Facebook page for your business, you are essentially agreeing to their terms and conditions. So with Facebook, you somehow violated some type of rule or something of that sort. They have to have a reason that they feel is right for them. They can potentially shut you down. They will take off your Facebook page, maybe perhaps delete your account. Is this something that you want to have someone control over your Facebook business page? Essentially, Facebook sort of owns that content on your Facebook page. They own the land. They own the real estate. So you got to abide by their rules. So if somehow something happened between you and Facebook's terms and conditions or algorithm, I don't know, what will you do with your customer base? They are living in that land They are living in the Facebook platform. That's their real estate. So think about that for a moment. All right, so remember, these big tech giants on social media, like Facebook, Twitter, are just a small example of them sort of owning your content because you are using their platform. And of course, you can still have your Facebook page. Just don't put all your eggs in one basket. I really suggest... To have your own website. And here's why. If you have your own website that you are hosting, guess what? That is yours. As long as you're paying for your own hosting, you have better control for your own content. You own all the information. You own the land, the real estate, your online business on that. And there are many CMS to choose from. Uh, CMS stands for Content Management System. Perhaps you have heard of Wix, Squarespace, Joomla, Shopify, WooCommerce, Drupal, or WordPress. These are just a few examples of using content management systems to build your website. WordPress is a pretty popular CMS. I believe about 33% the last time I checked, I think sometime last year or so, about 33% of websites out there were built with WordPress. So then you might just take a look at different types of CMS on YouTube, see which one is easy for you to learn, or hire someone to help you build your website. Because we are bootstrapping it, you may want to start with a free version of uh, creating a website. There are free versions of WordPress, or Wix. Those are the only two that come to mind right now. And if you use the free version, it will contain their names in the browser name. So for example, let's say your website name is Piano People. If you use the free version of WordPress or Wix, the browser name or domain name will appear as pianopeople.wix.com or pianopeople.com dot com. Now if you buy your own hosting and not using the free versions of WordPress or Wix, your website will then say com. And you know, sometimes the free version is acceptable. It just depends on your business. And I do know some people who use the free versions of WordPress or Wix. And that's fine. It really depends on your business and how comfortable you are with that. And if you're getting clients with that, that's great. Okay, so now moving on. If you decide to buy hosting, you need to shop around for the best prices and reliability. I've used a few different hosting services in the past, and now I use Green Geeks. What I like about Green Geeks is their fast and reliable speeds. And the most important thing to me is customer service. When you call green geeks, they don't talk to you in a techie way that it goes over your head and you don't understand what they're talking about with the techie jargon. They speak to you in plain, easy to understand English. And why is customer service so important? Because if something should go wrong with your website and you cannot figure it out by yourself how to fix it, You want to be able to reach out to customer support for their help. You don't want to mess around waiting and putting in a ticket and waiting and waiting for them to answer your ticket because you need help right now. So they provide a phone number and uh, somebody's always there, 365 days of the year, at least at the time of this recording. And this is why I like having my paid hosting services with Green Geeks. They are always available. Especially for emergencies. And again, to be transparent, I do use Green Geeks. So I also have an affiliate link with them. If you decide to use them, it'll be in the show notes. And I'm not getting paid just because I mentioned their name in this podcast. It's really because I like using Green Geeks. So to have your own website, the other thing you probably would need is a domain name. So the domain name for my example, again, was piano people. So you have to look at a place to buy your domain name like GoDaddy or Namecheap and type in piano people and see if it's available. And in the past, I've purchased my domain names from HostGator, Namecheap and GoDaddy. Those are the only three I can think of right now. But there are lots and lots of places you can buy your domain name. Okay, so then let's pretend you bought your domain name from Namecheap and you have a hosting with Green Geeks, what you will need to do is point your domain name to your hosting services such as Green Geeks. And so what you have to do is log into your Namecheap account, look for the domain name, log into your Green Geeks, let's pretend that's where you bought it from, um, and look for the DNS servers and then copy that information And put it into Namecheap where you bought your domain name so that it's pointed to your hosting service. It's not that hard, and I believe um, people can help you with this, and perhaps your hosting service, you can ask them for help with this, and they would be happy to help you. And of course, I do this all by myself, so if I can do it, I believe you can do it too. If you really want to bootstrap, you can learn how to do this. All right. I think this is it for the episode, and until next time. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast, and please share this episode with your friends. Please subscribe, rate, and review this episode. And as always, the show notes will be available at eighthlevelpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.